0: LifeWay Lifeway. Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network.
1: This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, you're going to share some gifts every leader should give their team. So help us get started. Like you're not talking about wrapping up gifts and handing them all to your team. So what what kind of gifts are you talking about here?
1: Yeah, you know, a leader plays a a key role, perhaps the key role in setting the culture of the organization. Uh, If a leader wants a team to flourish, for example, then then there are certain things you're going to do to help that happen. Take place, And so I'm calling those gifts. You're mm. gifting those to your team. And people will often um, wait until they feel they have permission from leadership before they move forward. So you can give these to your team and help your team succeed even more. So 10 things, 10 gifts every leader should give their team.
0: All right. So let's get started with number one. What is it? The right
1: to dream. The right to dream. Leaders give the team permission to dream seemingly impossible dreams. Um, you know, I've shared here before, I, I took a, a job that just wasn't right for me in the middle of COVID. And, and, uh, you know, but the one thing I didn't have the, I didn't feel I had the right to do, I thought I did going in, but I learned I didn't, was the right to dream. You know, what's, what's the possibilities here? There was so much structure placed around me. I just didn't have that freedom. And uh, so you can give your team the right to just dream. Don't be afraid to dream. And even if that dream, a lot of times, here's what happens, Chandler. You give somebody the right to dream and they dream something up and it takes them out, you know, out of the role. You mm-hmm. know, so then they leave the organization. Uh, that's OK, because uh, the process of doing that while they're with you can be beneficial to, the, to your organization.
0: Before we get to number two, I just want to pause there for a second. What you just said is a very open-handed approach of leadership. Mm. What you just said is if the dream were to take them away, mm. that's okay. Yeah. So even of that, it's not saying dream a dream that fits into the box yeah, that I it, want you to dream. Exactly. It's yeah. I And mean, what has God wired you? Yeah. Where, where do you want to be? What is he calling you to? So I just want to call that out there. What yeah. about number two?
1: The freedom to fail. Uh, people need to know they can make mistakes and still have another chance on the team. Uh, You—that's you, a gift you give people—is giving them the freedom to fail and still be respected and acceptable to you as a leader.
0: So, how do you—the freedom to fail? I mean, just hearing that—I mean, that is so freeing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you make sure that it's not a pattern, though? You know? Yeah. Is well, it- it, that's a great question.
1: Um, you, you know. Um, it, I, I I love reading the stories of uh, how many people, how people failed so many times. Abraham Lincoln, for example, how many times he failed before he was president. So, uh, you know, I think what I would be looking at is, is the person learning from each failure? So if, you know, if this person fails all the time or makes mistakes might be a better thing to say. But if they make mistakes all the time and they never learn from them, that's different than somebody who makes a mistake corrects their their ways and does better the next time. So I can let you fail or make mistakes continually as long as you're continuing to get better because of it.
0: Yeah, that's helpful. What about number three?
1: The encouragement to have fun. That comes from the leader. That's a gift that you give people, just the right to have fun. So I'm back in this new position. And as we record this, I've already been a month on the job. I've already got toys in my office, you know, because (laughs) I want people to come in and and have fun. I haven't done this yet, but I'm in the same office that I used to be in. So I will set up a putt-putt golf course um, throughout my office, it's kind of, I'm where the way it's designed. There's kind of an office suite where the executive pastor is, and I'm there, and the admin, our uh, admin, and so uh, I'll just set it up through the three offices, you know, and they can just come in and, and putt-putt through it. So I love, love, love doing that, that kind of thing. Give your team the encouragement to have fun. What about number four? An openness to experimenting. Um, I like to try I like to s- call everything we do new an experiment let's just try it and see if it works give that gift to your team that they can experiment
0: so when you do that are you how do you make sure let's say go back to the freedom to fail yeah you want to learn from it every time sure do you guys have like a review process um, to say hey here's what here's what went right here's what went wrong here's what we can learn from it how do you make sure an experiment's not just a flop and you can still take learnings away from it. Yeah, I think it's that. It, I don't, I
1: wouldn't say we have an exact process because yeah. every experiment so much di- so different from the other one. But um, I think the the thing is, make sure you you evaluate and ask questions afterwards. So it, that's a, a constant reviewing of of Sunday. How did Sunday work? Well, we tried some things. How did that work? So it's. I think it's that's all in asking the right questions and doing follow up along the way and afterwards and that will look different every time depending on the experiment. Yep. Well, speaking of questions, what about number five? Permission to ask questions. There <laughs> you go. Um, you know, people only know what they know. We, I just, as we record this, just yesterday, I stood in front of our our, our team, our entire staff, and wrote on the board of communication, because I, I, one of the things I do when I come into an organization is survey all the staff. And uh, so, the number one thing that was said that was needed to improve in the organization, in the church, was communication. So I don't know what that means, you know. So I came with questions of my own, and we talked through that. And one of the things I said is there, there are no bad questions. You can ask anything you want. And we got some really good ones yesterday. So just gift give a gift to your team the freedom, the permission to ask questions.
0: What about number six?
1: A culture of collaboration. That's a gift. Uh, isolation leads to destruction. So, the more we can get people to work together, uh, it's another thing that I've just done, Chandler, is kind of reorganized the, the staff around. Um, and I've never done it th- quite the way that I've done it this time. And that may be a whole podcast episode sometime, but it's forcing collaboration. Um, in the past, you know, missions meets in their own little silo and uh, groups or, or Bible study, whatever, meets in their own little silos. I'm kind of shaking that up where they have to collaborate together. And um, uh, But that is a it's a hard gift because some people don't want it. You, uh, some people would rather just do their own thing. But the leader sets the culture. And so give them a culture of collaboration.
0: Yeah. As I hear you say, the leader sets the culture there. And of course, you can move some of those things around where you're working together staff wise. But how do you, in your own leadership, demonstrate collaboration? Because it's easy, like you said, isolation leads to destruction. Yeah. It's so easy to just be like, well, Ron's in his office. Yeah. Whatever decisions happen there. Right it's going to come out no one else has talked to it. how do you how do you set that culture well
1: it's it's hard and i mess up sometimes for instance um uh yesterday I had a staff member come in ask permission for something i said sure go do that and then found out later i was given permission somebody else had already denied you know mm-hmm. and uh so i violated some of my own principles there I've never um uh, making decisions in, in isolation. So one of the ways, and some some decisions are easy, and I thought this one was, but um, but one of the ways I try to do that is never make a decision in the moment. So I'll say, well, let's invite some more people into the conversation uh, or uh, forming a team to discuss. So one of the things we did uh, yesterday talking about communications is we came out of that saying, let's form a team a- across our organization to think about our current systems and structures and how they they help us or don't help us in communication. So uh, part of it is just a discipline to never lead in isolation, always invite people into the decision-making process.
0: What about number seven? Welcoming
1: individual recognition. Um, you know, that sounds like an anti-team mentality, but it's not. What I mean here is that when the leader owns all the acknowledgement on a team, uh, it, it limits other people from what they're going to or, or even what they're going to attempt to achieve. So just give the gift to back to your team of individuals can be recognized for their individual efforts and they'll be more likely to, to try things on their own. What about the next one? An expectation to be challenged. You, you give your people a gift when people will usually uh, live up to the expectations set for them and seldom beyond that. So give them uh, an expectation that you're going to constantly be challenging the, 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 the system. You're going to constantly be raising the bar of expectations because we want excellence. You know, I, I always criticize the 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 process of just saying that was amazing everything was amazing well if everything's amazing then nothing really is right mm-hmm. so just
0: give your your team the gift of expectations will be challenged around here how do you practically do that you know when i hear that it's like okay well maybe it's performance reviews but mm-hmm. that can be a formal way to right. do that what are what are some different ways that you've found over the years well, what I
1: like to do is let everybody set their own goals and then I evaluate them on uh, the, the fact, did you stretch yourself? You know, did, did you, um, so not so much a performance review of, of what you did last quarter, but a a performance review, if you will, of what are you going to do next quarter better than you did this quarter? How are you challenging yourself? And that doesn't mean everything has to improve. Pick one or two things and say, this is what I'm going to stretch myself on to learn or to do or to experiment or to try in this next quarter. Yeah. What about number nine? Shared ownership. Give your team the gift of shared ownership. Ownership leads to stewardship. And so the more we give people a seat at the table, the more responsibility they'll assume for the overall results.
0: Yeah, I think of going to give you something without actually responsibility or ownership over it. I mean, that's just not really helpful. That's right. So what about the last one? Number 10 a path towards individual
1: creation uh original thoughts should be welcome on any team and uh give that gift we we talked about the um the the freedom to fail the right to dream even if the dream is outside of uh, of the organization give people um, the gift that there's a place for them originally on the team and it, uh, an example of that Uh, I like, I love it when a key volunteer comes up with an idea of how to do something better and we empower that. We say, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Um, So that's, that's a gift you can give your team, individual creation.
0: Well, thanks for listening today. We hope this has been helpful to you and your leadership. If you're enjoying these episodes, please help us get the word out by liking, sharing, reviewing, subscribing. It helps other leaders like yourself find the podcast and we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.